Welcome to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this is my co-host, Jason. Hello. All right, guys, so we're going to get into uh, Gotham 203, The Last Laugh. I guess we should have known by the title, huh? Yeah, I didn't look at the title <laughs> before I watched. So, And uh, the the big twist on this episode, uh, we experienced entirely differently, because I had nothing spoiled for me. I didn't look at IMDb, I, I didn't look at cast lists, I didn't look at the title of the episode, I hadn't looked at any spoiler news, nothing. Um, the internet hadn't, you know... Well, done what it does. Uh, you, yeah, you knew the whole time. Yeah, um, I wound up uh, just signing onto Facebook to check a notification or something, and someone had left it on my well, not on my wall, but um, I'm a member of a of a number of DC groups online, and yeah, someone spoiled it. Some jackass. Right. Yeah. So, it was. Um, it was not the best way. No. I, no. I went through it with all the emotional, the emotional turmoil of of the average viewer on this one, and I'm I'm disappointed with this. If we had looked at it, if we had looked at the words "the last laugh," mm-hmm. uh, we should have known. Well, I think in some we ways known. maybe. In some ways, maybe. Um, the thing about it, though, is the way it was described to me is, or not directly to me, but the way it was described is, you know, spoilers. So Jerome dies, and basically causes the Jokers from Batman Beyond to show up. Right. So Right. I, I at least had some modicum of hope, like, that it would be done well. No. I was not prepared for what happened. Well, and that's in two parts. Him, uh, Jerome dying, uh, mm-hmm. I thought was done fantastically. Uh, mm-hmm. That was that was great television. Especially, like I said, I came out with nothing, so I just got to watch it and, and experience it. It was really good television. Right. Um, the... Uh, stabby stabby joker joker people at the end uh, <laughs> d- no n- n- all, no and one of the reasons yeah. we didn't think to look for this was um it had been described as he was going to kind of they were billing it as though he was going to start kind of a philosophy not that you know his laugh was going to become an airborne virus <laughs> right which i i'm almost sure is impossible we'll contact the cdc and ask but yeah it was bad i guess we should uh I, okay, the episode leading up to the ending, though, was actually pretty good. Yeah, everything but the last, like, 60 seconds was maybe my favorite episode of this show so far. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fucking compelling. I'll say this. Last week, about episode 202, I said if there was ever an episode that would quell my fears, uh-huh. that would be this. That would be that episode. This week, I will say if there was ever an episode that would confirm my fears, <laughs> Or at least give them a good jump start. Yeah, I was I was afraid to. Cause now, um, and I understand. I I'm starting to get looking back on it. I'm starting to get the idea that yeah, the reason they were able to use the Joker at a time where they're doing so much build up on Leto's Joker is because he was never actually going to be. Um, I, you know, we we probably should have known that was going to be part of the equation. Um, that Diane would thwart us once again. But mm-hmm. uh, they had, they had built so much into it, and you know, we were buying it. And the kid is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it's it's. Oh, that that performance. He's that he's only got like, what has he got? Four episodes now uh, under under his belt as being the Joker, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. it may be it's it got to be one of the more powerful turns I've ever seen. <clears throat> so I'd like to jump back and and talk about the episode. Oh man, I love that Gordon and and uh, Bullock are throwing stoolies out windows. Isn't that good? That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, all bets are off um, of those two. 
Speaking of which, uh, I did finally learn my lesson and go back and look at the cast listing, and I believe mm-hmm. Chicklist is listed for the next episode. Yeah, I saw that. So, um, whatever it is they're doing now, you you can you can bet he's going to come on and annoy him about it. <laughs> now, something we both so, noticed real early on: man, did that precinct repopulate quickly? Yeah. Okay. So last episode, we repeatedly stated, or I repeatedly stated, they killed every damn body because well, it looked like not. they killed every damn body. Yeah. It turns out it was ten cops and Essen, which are like nine cops and Essen. So that right. that that comes to ten ten cops. Um, there there were a lot of bodies was, hanging around. Yeah, that was disappointing as hell. Yeah, and that that one Maybe. guy, the um. Alvarez or whatever his name is, he never gets up out of his desk. How is he not dead? Yeah, no. He's always sitting at his desk being a smartass or cheating. Maybe on some somebody. of those, right? Maybe some, maybe some of those people that got killed, they weren't, they just weren't counting. You know, the uh, the criminals that they were booking at the time, the hookers that they had dragged in, uh, the the lawyers who were standing around. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe that, they're not counting those people. I don't know. I wanted there to be say. a little bit more rebuilding of the precinct. Than just oh I yeah, and everyone showed back up. Yep, it, it looked, like it took some of the power out of the previous episode. Agreed. It was like the like the five or six regulars that we see on the show just happened to be away from their desk when it happened. Right. I mean, I was okay with a few things like Kringle and Enigma uh, being out uh, and somehow getting away. You know, that was that was shot for it, and I can <clears> deal <throat> with a few of these. But the everyone that you've previously seen was just. I was I was gonna be much happier with the show if they had just killed off all those guys that we'd seen one liners from in one swoop. Never thought, never talked about them again. They're just gone now. Mm-hmm. That was a lot more powerful. Yeah, it was. It was. I. I, I, I. So. Uh, so yeah, Gordon's throwing stoolies out windows. Uh, <laughs> the next note, note I have written down is: Damn, Barbara and Tigress. Barbara moves fast. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does. Good for her. I guess so. I, I just I, there's a weird. I just like, keep wondering why Tigris is slumming it. <laughs> yeah, there's a weird like brother sister thing going on there that I'm not appreciating. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're doing with that. I I don't really know what their their true lineage is. I don't know where these people come from. They haven't been too uh, forthcoming with, with that it. Information. Yeah, yeah. And I I don't want to explore. There's like a hint at little of a little bit of an incest storyline there, and I just man, I, nothing could be further from what I want to see. Man, if any show would be perfectly willing and capable of delving into that territory, it would mm-hmm. be Gotham. I mean, I really enjoyed the hell out of Dexter. They spent an entire season exploring that and trying to make it make sense somehow. Like they they tried for 13 straight hours to make that work, and it didn't. At no point did you mm-hmm. not think, okay, I know you're only. I mean, uh, I, adoption or not, I don't give a damn. Yeah. Oh, so you don't want Barry and Iris to show to wind up together on the Flash? They're the closest I've ever seen, to be honest. Um, but it, it's worse though. Like Barry and Iris, I know what the history is, but these guys, I don't know. So they're just creeping me out while they don't explain it. Right. Like if they Which would tell me straight up, no, they call each other brother and sister. We know where they really come from. Blah blah blah. Like, oh, okay, I got you. All right. Well, that's weird. They call each other brother and sister, but you know, at least I know where the what the score is. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, eh. we got through it with Jack and Meg White, so I guess we'll try to get through it here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That, that was, it was creepy. That was a, like a, the, a weird stick. 
at the party when the dude was like asking all these like, Oh, tell me about yourself, blah blah blah. You have to tell you something about your brother and she's like right. he's a monster in the sack or whatever. And he, oh. I, I did like his response, which was kinda well, you know, you did ask. Oh, oh, oh that's that's not okay. Right. <laughs> oh man. Um so we get we do get some interesting information on Galavan. He says his family built Gotham. Yeah, he's starting to sound all court of owls real quick. All sorts of court of owls. I mean, if we didn't, well, if we didn't supposedly know that they weren't going to explore that for now, I'd I'd be sitting there waiting for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So can I just say right now how much I freaking love Alfred and Leslie? You can say it again. Yeah, you can repeat right now. Oh man, I love Alfred and Leslie. <laughs> you just love that. Yeah. How did you put it? He becomes a bumbly fuck. When he's around her. He, he does, but he's also, like, really, really strong about it. Like, he's, like, he's not just bumbly either. Like, in the extended scene in the episode, like, dude's already, like, uh, oh, I, my friend is the head chef at the, what's the, blah, blah, blah. And she's, like, suddenly, oh, I've been trying to eat there for months. Right. Like, oh, man. Like, he is digging her and she is digging that. That's what I got to say. Like, she had a couple of good opportunities. Like, uh, Bethany and I were talking about it. Uh, Bethany's my girlfriend. We were talking about that, and she was like, oh, yeah, he had plenty of opportunities. She had plenty of opportunities to say, by the way, I'm dating Jim Gordon. Like, oh, no, she was interrupted. Oh, no. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, she kind of, she, it it seemed like she was a little too distracted. She was just uh, too taken with the idea of actually eating at that restaurant. Yeah, like, but just, it also just seemed a like little, even, a little taken away for a second. Even before that, though, it seems like she actually was pretty flattered by by Alfred, and he is she a was. dashing man. He is. He is a dashing individual. He is got a lot of charm to him. I, I did my favorite part of that though was Bruce being the one to kind of go, "All right, well," and pull mm-hmm. pull Alfred away. He's walking yeah. away. You could have told me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was at the end of the episode. Like bruce was all i want to leave until he sees selena and then runs off yeah yeah yeah, so. yeah now he went off to have his own uh misguided adventure but you know the the, the very end that little bit with all four of them where bruce kind of pulls mm-hmm. him away and jim's kind of looking at everybody and like all right so this is odd i don't know exactly what i should do yeah should i tell alfred oh no bruce is gonna save me thanks bruce right oh man i can't wait for them to get together yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking not forward to it out. nearly as much as your 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 your. It's I. It's going to be wasted screen time to me. I don't think so. I do. I because worry so. Gonna, like, well, I worry so, in as much as I worry about everything on Gotham. Sure, but but the the potential for it is we build up a true kindred bromance mm-hmm. or you know father uh, son relationship between Alfred and Bruce. Mm-hmm. Alfred winds up starting to see Leslie and she becomes a mother figure and she starts trying to break that shit up as far as like, Alfred, you're a grown man. How could you let him go on these missions or do all this stuff that's but really dangerous? That will bore the ever-loving hell out of me. Oh, man. I, I don't know. It has a potential to be really good. Like, I kind of want to see that that uh, mother figure come back into Bruce's life. I mean, I'd love the mother figure part and I... I'd- I wouldn't even mind it if they if the whole thing is a build up to him having to eventually tell his mom in this case his surrogate mom you know no this is the this is the path I'm choosing and you know mm-hmm. at, what it'll amount to is him having to tell his dead parents through a series of surrogates you know no this is who I am now and I, I'm going to pick up this mantle and I'm going to run with it damn it 
which would be great. Yeah, but which has always been Bruce and Leslie's relationship, and I think it's well, it's been more, uh, you know, of a well. I mean, he's her. She's her. She's his doctor. Like, doesn't matter how wounded well, he gets, he can always go there. Yeah, Alfred and well, both of them have <laughs> really great skills, like right. surgical skills. Like, oh yeah, you got to have that. They both patch. They both patch uh, Bruce up. Oh yeah. Uh, Pretty regularly, really. I did. I did laugh when uh, Jerome says, "Some say Bruce has a split personality." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was, and, uh, you know, there was a moment where I kind of, uh, I, I, okay, towards the end, he's on stage and he just says, "Am I next volunteer?" And he just points Bruce Wayne. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that felt so good. That did. And well, we'll talk about the last scene in a second, I guess. Should we go back through a little bit? Like, uh, how about uh, you know him and his dad, him and his uh, his patricide moment. Mm-hmm. Um, that speech he gives the the blind fortune teller was just uh, God, man. That's iconic at this point to me. That was freaking great. Yeah, um, that was a great scene. He kind of he went all over the place. He went from uh, it looked felt like he went from you know Ledger to Nicholson and back, and then did something completely different on the way. And mm-hmm. he he took the character into his in his own little place. Uh, hard to hard to see. And well, I saw him in an interview saying that he didn't um it did something with Hollywood Reporter where he mentioned. Uh, that he specifically didn't go back and look at Ledger or Nicholson. Uh, that he right. didn't he didn't want to kind of model it after them. He wanted to find his character in his own place. And he he said he found the character in the showmanship aspect of him. That was where he mm-hmm. he felt more comfortable with the, with who he is. But you know, in a scene like this, you know, it, the the humanity part comes out. But somebody like Jerome is always trying to you know keep their own humanity as far back in the closet as they can keep it. And um, yeah, he said he was more inspired by the Mark Hamill version of the Joker. Than yes, anything. yes. He like if I could have trained a mind, if I could have told him exactly what I wanted him to do for research before he came and did this character, I would have said, "Don't look." At I would have said exactly what he did. Don't look at Nicholson. Yeah. Don't look at Ledger. Don't worry about all that. Go listen to Mark Hamill. You don't have to watch the episodes. Just go listen. Just close your eyes. Right. And yeah, he pointed out exactly what it is that was so ama- amazing. Is Hamill laughed differently every time. Everyone was a fingerprint. And it, it, mm-hmm. it all, it, you could tell his entire mood by it. And he, he did a pretty good job of picking up that mantle. He did. Um, gotta say, um, love seeing ass kicking Alfred. I always love seeing ass kicking Alfred. Isn't it great? He's always a lot of fun. I mean, sending in poor Bruce with a gun. The gun's in my pocket. Oh, man. <laughs> that was good stuff. I, uh, yeah, I, I love when, um, I think somebody in the audience calls Jerome a son of a bitch and he says, True, but not the point. I, it, was, right. it was Gordon. No, it was Gordon on the phone. Gordon says, "You son of a bitch." He's right. like, "True, but not the point." Right. Uh, That's great. Great. Um, and then, like when he was laughing maniacally into the camera, and then stopped mm-hmm. abruptly, like mid laugh, and went, "I think that went well." <laughs> <laughs> there just there there were there were so many little points where he 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 got it. He absolutely got it. I'm gonna miss him. Like that's Speaking why I was, of got it. Uh, I was I was completely it took me like a day to recover from having watched the, the episode. It really did. Speaking of got it, uh huh. Dude, damn Bruce balls up to Gordon. I will not let them hurt Alfred. Oh man. What are you gonna tell like how do you stop him? How do you tell how do you tell that kid no? Right? Oh man, that's good. That's good stuff. And the the resolve on that kid's face. Oh, it's good. Alright, so Basically, the the point of the entire episode has been that Theo Gallivan played uh, Jerome. All of them. Uh, he, well, he, yeah, he played everyone. Like, All the maniacs. He has, he has decided that what Gotham really wants is a hero. Right. So he created a terrible situation and then took care of that situation. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty uh, it's 
kind of actually heartbreaking when he's when he stabs Jerome. And oh, he's, it, he's like laying it him down. He's, me. I it, uh, oh, I was hurt. He's like, you did very well, but I know this is not what we rehearsed. And, it, it's it's but, such a patch. Oh, oh, man. This isn't what we rehearsed. You're so talented. And I'm, I'm sitting there the whole time hoping it's a gag. And then the, the blood starts spurting out of his mouth. And I thought, no, 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 no. And then he gets to the speech. And it's, I know this isn't what we rehearsed. You were so talented, Jerome. I'm so sorry. I, uh, and this kid who played Jerome, uh, Cameron Monaghan, I guess his name is, mm-hmm. um, his ability to keep that smile, that rictus grin, while he's dying and say, and tearfully saying Mm -hmm. but you told me i was you know oh man i think it's you said i was gonna be and then it yeah something like that yeah so i mean god what a good job dude i wanted to go take the producers and like grab them by the throat and said you said he was gonna be and start hitting them that's what i wanted to do at that moment right (laughs) right and i really i I agree they the last shot really is just um you know him on that mortuary slab and they they're just zooming in to him with the and it's it's perfect like it the blood kind of makes this lipstick kind of coloring to him and he's still got the grin mm-hmm. but it's a believable grin somehow because the way he fell it's like his his cheeks fall back in a way that mm-hmm. I kind of bought the whole uh, posing of it and I really I was having like a Tinkerbell kind of moment where I'm I'm sitting here watching as he's zooming in I'm going please get up 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 he didn't get yep. up he didn't get no. up at all no he didn't I think he's gonna be in the next episode briefly. For probably like a shot back or something, or yeah. maybe even just sitting on a sitting on the slab smiling. So, a um, couple other things. Mm-hmm. Bullock turning the screws at Penguin oh, was amazing. Freaking great! Yeah. Um, oh man. And they cut back to Penguin after all of this insanity with Jerome's gone down, and um, yeah, and he's just what does he say? Like this guy just doesn't get it. He doesn't do anything good. It's just chaos for chaos sake, kind of thing. Yeah, something something like that. Yeah. I, I can't remember the exact uh, phraseage, I suppose I'll say. Yeah, but the, yeah the, it was... <laughs> the sentiment was clear, though. And about this time, Bullock just wanders in with like his testicles and a wheelbarrow in front of him, you know? Yeah, I actually think it was... Um, I see a guy like this, this doesn't do anything good for anyone or something. This does nothing for no one. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's actually got... like. Apparently, Penguin's going to carry on a little bit of the Falcone um, sentiment. Of, but then, the, but then there's a beat, and he's hearing Jerome laugh, and he goes, "Perhaps I should work on my laughter or get a right. new laugh." Maybe I should or get a new laugh or something like that. It was a lot of fun. Oh but. yeah, and I kind of, I, I kind of wouldn't mind him having a nice cackle, um, and even it, it'd be nice, even if it's kind of in honor of Jerome a little bit. The way this show is going, mm-hmm. I fully expect by Gotham two hundred five, Oswald is just actively going wah, 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 <laughs> when he laughs. <laughs> Oh, please, no. I know, right? Or at least if, if, I don't know. Why not? They've done worse. Go for it. Just, as always, do it right. But yeah, Bullock Bullock walks in, though, and just, oh, man, he kicks his puppy. He does. Bullock's a mean, mean bastard. really is. And he gives him a whole, and something that's nice about Bullock to have around is, uh, he says it in the first episode of this season, is I'd give Satan a sandwich. He can walk Mm -hmm. up to somebody like the Penguin and say, like, you know, I'm working with Jim, but that doesn't mean I'm not me. I I, I have no moral compass. If 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 I need to put you down, I'll put you down. Yeah. And I won't I'll sleep that night, buddy. Yeah, okay. Shit. Yeah. And he tells he tells Penguin, I still I I'm still here and I still have to pay you back for for fish. Right. I mean, oh damn. That debt is not unsettled or not settled. It's oh man, it's You forgot, you know, and I had until he mentioned that I'd forgotten that they were close. Oh yeah. No, I I hadn't forgotten. I had actually forgotten about that. 
I loved his uh his speech. Yeah. <laughs> He's like you can call yourself the king of Gotham or whatever you want to call yourself. But to me, you'll always be that sniveling, that sniveling servant holding fish's umbrella. Right. Whatever it was. Just, oh, man. I, I I really wish I could remember the words on that one, too. But, yeah, he just demeans the guy. I mean, guns pointed. Like, there are six people in a room pointing a gun at him. He could easily never walk out of there again. In fact, I'm still not sure, looking back at the scene, why he does get to walk away from there. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure what card it is he's holding that Penguin didn't didn't want to see i I don't know man because if it was me i'd have just shot him dead right then because i don't know it couldn't be worse than whatever he's going to do if he makes it outside that room yeah that's the the only scene that's problem that's the only thing about the scene that's problematic for me is just like i don't know how bullock is still walking survived it yeah yeah like but just the whole bit right when he comes in too where he's just like oh never look how far you've come oh i'll never forget yes miss mooney Mm -hmm. no miss mooney Right. That's a great wig, Miss Mooney, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Alex great, Miss Mooney. Oh, man. Uh, he just starts so, he just picks up his drink and and chugs it. Yeah. It's about the time where he tells him, you know, I, I have I think it's I have a half a mind to take you outside and beat you senseless with a garbage can. That's about mm-hmm. where his crew starts getting the sense that this is gonna go this is gonna be a difficult conversation. Man. Love nah. it. Now, uh, so, Jerome's scene though at the end, there's something that um, you know. Look, obviously, we, uh, obviously, I love the hell out of it. I thought it was uh, compelling as all hell. Um, at the, I mean, it, during the climax, you get to see Alfred and Gordon pointing a gun at the same person. That's always fun. I like SWAT team Alfred and <laughs> SWAT team Gordon. But there was a they scary could reformat moment. the show completely to where it's just a triumvirate of Alfred running around with Gordon and Bullock, and I'd be pretty happy. Oh yeah, yeah. And every now and then there's an episode where they train this Bruce kid because they think he might be the future, but they don't want to tell him yet. Yeah, I'll watch that. Um, now with uh, with with the stage scene, there was a moment, a really frightening moment. Because again, think about it. I didn't know he was going to die. Didn't really know what was happening right. with the episode. As far as, as far as I knew at that moment, he was going to be on for season two. So mm-hmm. I'm watching, and they're doing their little performance, and there was a, a frightening moment where I... It was about the time she blows a kiss. A frightening mm-hmm. moment where I realized, oh my God, Barbara's Harley. Oh shit, that, that's not going to work. It wasn't going to be the same kind of, uh, you know, boyfriend-girlfriend Harley, mm-hmm. but it was clearly going to be uh, that, that she was his Harlequin, and um, I, I, I wasn't on board with that. Now, it did explain why she was so back and forth about it while she was talking about it in interviews, but... Mm-hmm. I mean that that fear never really permeated within me. Well, honestly. yeah, you knew he was going to die for yeah. for a second there. I thought I was going to be looking at a season two as, with Barbara slowly getting in the Harley Quinn costume. I was not looking mm. forward to that. Yeah, I I feel you on that, man. I I got nothing for Barbara. And by the way, Barbara's seducing Theo Galavan now. Yeah. Uh, again, damn, she moves fast. Right. But I tell you, I maybe even more so than the egregious ending was tigress catching her getting all down on her brother yeah i could and, not care less about that oh like just like oh are we really gonna do this yeah now? i don't need to see it i haven't cared at any point who barbara was involved with in this show it's a it's a lesson i hope they keep learning or maybe they eventually learn i mean mm-hmm. she's been with several people during the course of the show and i've never cared not one bit not one bit i mean hell the most fun that we've seen that i, I mean the most fun i've had watching her with anyone was uh uh, Peter Petrelli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From here. Milos and Tomiglia. 
Yeah. Or, what was his uh, name on the show, though? The, uh, oh, man, if you hadn't asked me. There's something about him being ugly. Damien Gray? Is that was? Yeah, but his, no. his, uh, his moniker was it something about him being ugly. Come on. If you hadn't asked me, I knew that. I don't know. It was the Fifty Shades of Grey serial killer dude. <laughs> I don't... The ogre. The, the ogre. ogre. Thank you. That was it. Oh. Uh. All right. So let's just go ahead and, and 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 really get into this ending here real quick. Okay. It's stupid. The end. It, it is. <laughs> I've thought about it a lot, and um, I can't think of a way to sell that. No. I like. I can't think of a way. That I can't think of a place that can take the storyline of Stabby Stabby, where I will follow them now. Yeah, so basically, uh, every like people, various people all over the city are watching uh, the replays of that feed with Jerome from the uh, what was it? Some sort of charity benefit, um, helping sick children or whatever. But it mm-hmm. was, it's just it's footage of of the crazy shit he was doing, and he's laughing, and he's. Uh, Okay, and we get like a montage. There's like a kid. His parents are fighting in the background. Their silhouettes are yelling at each other. But he's watching Jerome on television. And he's just laughing maniacally and pointing. And then we get like a dude, like a couple of dudes in the street who are laughing at the footage. And then see like a homeless dude decide to just, just murder him outright. And right. One dude turns to his friend and after they've killed him and kills his friend. It seemed to be a montage. Like it's spreading. Like a like a virus, like you said earlier, yeah. and it, there's no part of that does, that doesn't just seem stupid. Yeah. Not to mention what it does to the Joker as a character beyond this. I mean, the Joker is a cat who kills copycats. Yeah. Um. He's an original. You you never yeah that that was another thing is you in at least within Gotham and he had expanded he tried to expand it sometimes within the universe is there weren't supposed to be other people that were allowed to use homicide as a punchline. He's not okay with that. Now, granted, apparently, you know, if it's not him, it's at least somebody like him that's just gone now. So, whatever. But I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't on board. And just what is yeah. it? What is the mechanism? Why? Why? What is the mechanism that that forces these people? You got to give me something. I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. And. It, I mean, it's straight up stupid. It's straight up stupid. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. And, uh, you know, I mean, if there was, I don't know, like, like based on the spoiler I heard, I thought it was going to be like a group of people, like a gang or something that got together. And we were said, thinking no, kind of gangish right. or cultish, you know? Yeah. I didn't think it would just be random people all over the city randomly just starting to laugh and starting to become the Joker. Right. That makes no sense. And what's worse is, like I said, it diminishes who the Joker eventually is. Like, because then he's just, he's a pale copy. He's a, he's a pale imitation of various characters that came before. Right. Which is, I mean, geez, dude. I mean, the Joker has informed, the Joker character has informed, uh, American villainy. I mean, he's been around since what, 1940? Yeah. Actually about right then, I think. Yeah. I mean, are we seriously going this way? Uh, I mean, this route? (laughs) Gotham? I mean. I mean, no, I mean, I gathered that it, maybe it was, maybe it was just, you know, Diane and Jeff Johns uh, declaring that, you know, a true Joker would never be available for the show. Because if you're going to do the proto uh, universe, then you can do it. But certain things will have to be off limits. So you can have the Penguin, you can have the Riddler, you can have Catwoman, you can have uh, Two-Face even. Um, and, but, you know, we're clearly we're using the Joker to launch the Suicide Squad right now. So 
Nope. Right. I, you know, I, I get that. I kind of, as much as I hate Diane, I get it sometimes. But yeah, it this wasn't the way to treat it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Having, like, using the character, letting him do a, a full-fledged, uh, a, kind of a fully fleshed out version of the Joker, actually. In the, his short time, he becomes the guy. He becomes the character. He becomes all the villainy that he works. Like, there's the whole voiceover at the end of children will wake from, scree- wake from sleep screaming at the thought of you. Well, yeah. Jerome achieves that in his very short time. But yours will be a legacy of death and madness. <laughs> right. It's... Ventura. Right. <laughs> yes, Satan? <laughs> it's not supposed to be a legacy of the most mentally unstable people available in Gotham that were at that moment watching a newscast. It it, it looks like it just snaps yeah. their poor little brains. They're yeah. Like, they get the I, joke. I, I mean, I, I guess that's where it's supposed to be, is is you know, those are the people that were susceptible. Those are the ones who saw it and got it. Got the got what he was laughing at. But it's not like that. That's the best yeah, I, I mean, can paint it, and it's still pretty fucking if, lame. Agreed. If this is, like, the brilliant thing that Bruno Heller has been talking about... Take a mulligan. Oh, man. The, oh, It's almost bad enough that... I mean, you were talking about the other day if they did any kind of uh, Fantastic Four punnery mm-hmm. with uh, Michael <laughs> Chiklis, you were out... That scene, the scene, the, the the scene with all the like, the airborne laughter virus, whatever it was, that was almost enough. That for was for me to just be uh, like, you know what? I'm done with this podcast. I can't handle this anymore. It's hurting me. I have too to walk much. so it's far away from this material that I can't even do the cast anymore. <laughs> no, the 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 last, just that last few seconds. Don't be wrong. Again, the rest of the episode is like. Probably one of the my this may be my favorite episode they've ever done, and it has to do a lot with this kid, but it has to do a lot actually with the fact that they really chose to do some stuff. It was fun, pretty fast paced. They had a lot of fun confrontations, and you know the machismo confrontations in Gotham are half the fun anyway. Yeah, and that last thirty seconds or sixty seconds is what I'm talking about as being completely not up to par. But man, that the last part was so bad that if the if the two guys um, stabbing the homeless guy and then each other. If that scene was interrupted and the voiceover was interrupted and suddenly he came out like Chickless came out of the other side of the alley and said it's clobbering time and just mashed the guy, I wouldn't have even uh-huh. noticed. Right. I, I would have sailed right past that. <laughs> Did you just really describe it as mashing the guy? <laughs> he just mashed him. Just just straight mashed him. Like a tater. It sounds like I really... <laughs> Now I want a southern superhero named the Tater Masher. The Tater Masher. He'll be appearing like, on Flash Season 4. What are you going to do to me with your stupid cape? I'm going to mash you. <laughs> My God. That that guy's probably in These... there. Somewhere in Gotham, there's like a, a group of skinhead assholes that are in jail somewhere. And, and yeah, I'm sure that that's happened. There's one guy. What have we... What have we got, Detective? Well, it appears that the masher is struck again. The who? The masher. <laughs> One character in this whole thing living in a Ron Jeremy sketch. Call me Mash Tater. <laughs> Call me the Tater. Ron Jeremy? Not Ron Jeremy. You mean Ron, Ron White. White. <laughs> the hell would a Ron Jeremy sketch sound like? <laughs> it, would be the, uh, it would be a different kind of masher. Yeah, that's true. But there's mashing either way. Mashing, thrashing. The only mashing oh. that would have like gotten me out of this episode with any kind of, I don't know, hopeful feeling is probably, I don't know, Kentucky mash. Like I'm, I'm going deep track Evan Williams on that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> now, with all this talk about uh, Batman and the Joker, mm-hmm. I think you may have brought it up 
the other day to me. Have you seen this? This like this is just a random fan theory from some guy on the internet, or it's not really even a theory. It's just a, like a little fan fiction piece, but it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the bit with um, where like Batman's fighting Darkseid and winds up falling through time or something. No. All right. So there's this. Okay. So there's this theory, or not, not even a theory. It's it's just a a concept, and I thought it was a really damn good concept, and it it just it was kind of really cool. Basically, uh, big world ending thing is happening. Mm-hmm. He doesn't specifically cite Dark Side, but it's like a big world end, universe ending crisis. Um, comes down to Batman taking this dude down, and as he's kill as he takes the dude down, he realizes he has to kill the dude. As he's taking him down, uh, he gets blasted. Uh, by some, he describes him as Z rays or something, and uh, Batman wakes up and he finds himself in the past. Okay. Um, so his outfit is torn to shreds, is is destroyed. So you know he takes out some money, lays it on a window seal, and grabs some clothes out of a Gotham City alley, mm-hmm. and uh, throws on the little jacket he finds that back there. Uh, goes, walks out, realizes that he he sees his parents and himself. And he finds he he gets sick. He feels in his jacket pocket, and sure enough, there's the revolver. Mm-hmm. So he realizes that the bad guy knew he's going to be taken down, but the bad guy sent him back to a very specific point, and he realized that he has to be Joe Chill, and he was always Joe Chill. So he hmm. kind of has to make the decision: Do I kill my own parents, or do I let the universe die? Because I'm the only one that takes. I'm the only one that's able to take this guy down later on. And if I don't, the universe ends. So he kind of makes his decision, kills his parents. It's not bad. He then he then I, wanders off into the darkness and decides to commit suicide. Jumps off of a bridge. They they find his body and he's still alive, except he's been in the frozen water for so long his skin has turned white. And as they put him into the ambulance, he starts laughing. <laughs> the idea that the paradox broke Batman's brain. He's actually he's actually found himself privy to life's funniest and most terrible joke right in his version does he just end up being the joker proper or is he just kind of yeah an idea because yeah that's certainly the that's certainly the implication i i've never that that part won't work for me that's a that's like a 25 <laughs> 30 year old difference and we're talking about a batman who's already been through you know 20 years of being batman yeah. and all the yeah. damage his body would have taken now for him to become the Joker and then go wait 20 more years and then get beaten up by the guy who was Batman in his prime and still be able to survive it. No, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. That part is a little, a little iffy for the me. timing doesn't work. Now he need if he finds somebody that's Bruce's age and, you know, destroys their mind as a, then we're talking, mm-hmm. but time does pass as, as his, well, as his story mentions, time is relevant. Depending on the artist, the Joker always looks older than Batman. Well, it's just cause of the wrinkles. Well, yeah, but they never said how old he was. I've, like I said, I've always imagined him being like give or take five years. I've always imagined I him being just, relatively contemporary. Well, we keep thinking that, but no one's ever actually said it. No one's ever said his and name either. It just wasn't I know, weird. but I, I just kept thinking though, like if that was really the case, how cool is that scene from that Justice League comic where he asks what the Joker's true name is and just goes, "No, that's impossible." <laughs> that part would be a lot better, yeah. There's a lot. There's a ton of play right. to it, but I, I, yeah, it's it's really neat and also just as troublesome. Yeah, yeah. Because the other part I, is like, I, I, I agree. Is, it, but I like it. Some still, people so argue no. that because of people like Batman and some stories that even said Batman in particular, um, th- there wouldn't have been this wave of villainy. We would have never attracted the 
super villains of the universe without all of this coming out. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Depends on which so story. uh I think that wraps it up for this this review of uh two oh three. Yeah. Great episode though. Except for that last part. Great episode into the ending. Oh man. Terrible ending. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly concerned for the show. Now what would you rather him do though? Actually try to make sense out of that or just walk away. Walk away and start a story about Two Face. Why can't we have both? Well you you're you're gonna have to choose though in this case between would you rather them actually try to make that stabby stabby scene work? Or would you rather him just pretend the whole thing didn't happen, never pick up that storyline again, never explain the hobo dying, move if, on? If, well, I mean, they don't need to explain the hobo dying. It was pretty clear. Someone well, was stabbing someone was him stabbing. in the gut. You know what I mean, though? Like, <laughs> explain the stabby-stabbiness. Well, I mean, uh, I feel like they've got... I'm going to be real annoyed if they don't explain something. Oh. If they don't have a line somewhere. That's that the real question. Says, like, would you rather him just pretend it didn't happen and walk away and never bring it I up again. I bet you that's what they do. I bet you that's what they do. That's what I would do. At that point, you've been off way more than you can chew. I mean, obviously, these guys are the employed writers. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm waiting on them to come up with a, a good enough idea, but I, I'm not seeing it. For me, all they've got to do is have the cops talk about how much they're having, how they're having trouble with criminals who seem to be mimicking Jerome. Mm-hmm. But I don't want it to be explained. Mm-hmm. No, I think you, I you either, for them to you either it. try to explain it fully or you walk away. This is stupid as hell. If you if you drop a line to it later, I'm going to be pissed. Just just stop. Just pretend it didn't happen. Pretend like you will sleep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for our review of episode 203 of Gotham, The Last Laugh. We are DC On Screen, and we are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. You can find every episode of DC On Screen at dconscreen.com. If you would like a podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe that's very similar to ours, go check out Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast or mcucast.com. Uh, later this, well, couple days, we're going to be, uh, over the next couple days, we're going to be uploading our uh, review of Arrow uh, 401 and The Flash 201. So, and we'll, we might actually have some news this week. They're real slow on news, but, uh, all of the PR people took a week off because there's actual things happening now. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will see you guys then. And until then, keep some DC on your screen. All right, you ready to go? No, I'm sending a link. Oh, what you doing that for? <laughs> what am I doing it for, you say? Yeah, what you doing that for? What you reading you for? Sending- you keep sending links instead of doing a podcast. You know what's going to happen, don't you? I, I don't. Please expound. I'm I'm going to mash you. You're going to mash me? <laughs> you were really amused by the use of mash. You's going to get mashed, boy. You're going to get mashed. You done, you done goofed. <laughs> and we have our stinger. Time for some mashing. <laughs>